You can't do this alone. No, I'm not insulting your capabilities. I'm being real with you because I don't want you to be held back by the glass ceiling created by ignoring the people side of your business. I've been in the trenches helping entrepreneurs navigate all those, oh shit, I'm the boss now moments. You know, the ones where you realize you're the one in charge, you're the adult in the room, but you're not in this alone. I hope this show convinces you of the dormant power of your team. Welcome to the podcast free of stuffy corporate jargon. After all, your business doesn't come with the bullshit red tape of a Fortune 500 company. Here, you'll be encouraged and motivated to test, try, fail, and fix fast. You'll laugh, you'll learn, and you'll feel seen and heard. Most importantly, you'll walk away with the tools you need to pour into your team and build a thriving culture that opens up the door to the scale your business deserves. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Jackie Co. And I want to give you a little update on my summer trip home. I think I shared this a few episodes back that we were coming back to the Midwest for the summer. I live in Phoenix. I used to live in LA. And part of moving to Phoenix was that we could come back to the Midwest where I'm from and where Nick is from to visit our family for the summers to escape some of the heat. And we've done it now for four years. This was our fourth summer. And I had some anxiety about it because I'm just going to be honest. Most of the time, I don't love it. I have a little bit of an expectation hangover of what I think it's going to be and what it actually turns out to be. I struggled with feeling a ton of feelings of guilt about working when I'm at home or not seeing my friends or not calling the people that I know want to hear from me or not seeing my family. It just felt like so much pressure oftentimes. And I don't know what has totally changed over the last few years, but this summer I had the best summer. We left Phoenix June 19th. Today, it is September 4th. It's Labor Day. And we're actually heading back to Phoenix tomorrow. And I had the best summer, like the best summer. And part of it's probably that I'm now three years into my business. I have somebody on my team who's helping. There's not as much pressure. I'm learning how to deal with it. I don't know what it is, but it was one of the best summers. I know this might be one of the reasons why is that I actually worked less time in my business and got just as much stuff done. And I wanted to share what I did and why I think it worked and what things I did. I really struggled for four years to get rid of the corporate programming of you have to start work and you have to be at your desk at 8.30. I still do this. Hopefully I can say that I'm going to stop doing it. I typically start working Monday through Friday at 8.30 and I don't stop until about six. Sometimes we'll go take a break, especially when I was training for my triathlon before we came back here, I would go swim at lunch. But a lot of times I don't leave my desk. And so I'm at my desk from 8.30 till 5.30, 6 o'clock. And that was a lot of programming I had to change. I had a lot of guilt if I would go do something in the middle of the day. I know why I can say it out loud now. It sounds ridiculous, but I struggled with that and being an entrepreneur. It took me a long time to get rid of that programming. I had Amy Porterfield on the show. If you haven't listened to that episode, you should go back. We talked on that episode about how she started working a four-day work week and everybody on her team is. And of course, it's all the rage all over everywhere. Europe did a big study about four-day work weeks and found that productivity Everything got better. Nothing got worse when people were only working 32-hour work weeks. I had been wanting to try it. 
And so when we came home, Molly and I decided we were going to do four-day work weeks. I can't say I did a four-day work week the entire time we've been home for 12 weeks, but I definitely ended up working less. I would say that two weeks a month, I did a four-day work week. Sometimes I took Monday off. Sometimes I took Friday off. It just depended on what was going on. But the weeks that I didn't do a four-day work week, I actually found that I was only working about five hours a day. So I was working about 30 to 35 hours this summer compared to my 55 to 60 hours a week I typically do when I'm back home. And I wanted to share some of the things that I think contribute to it. And I'm really hopeful that when I get back, that I can keep doing that. Like I really don't want to work 50 to 60 hours a week in my business. I'm hopeful some of these things are going to help. And it helped me realize I can get just as much shit done in less hours, which was so refreshing this summer. I'm just going to go on to what I did. So first thing I did was I time blocked my schedule. So really got clear on what I was working on during certain times of my day. And I would put in those time blocks, okay, this is what you're working on. And I would put it in the calendar invite. So I I had done that before and I still would get tempted or distracted by my inbox. And so this is something that I also want to share that I started doing this summer, which has been life-changing. I use Asana, it's no secret. And what I did was there's a plugin to the email tool that we use so that I could start turning every email into an Asana task so that things didn't need to be actioned in real time. At the beginning of the day, I would go through my inbox and I would assign a task to the email that needed to be done. And it probably added another 15 minutes of work to my day, but then I wasn't in my email all the time, 24 seven. I just would check it a couple times throughout the day. And if there was something very urgent that needed to be responded to in that moment, I could, but I didn't have my email open and I sure as hell don't get notifications every time I get an email. I think because I every day would turn my inbox into Asana tasks or delete the things I didn't need to get as close to inbox zero as possible, I felt good on my time blocks to literally have laser focus during that time block on what I needed to do because I knew that there weren't a bunch of emails coming in that were going to distract me or that needed to have action. Definitely, that was huge, was doing that. And then really putting some manpower into setting up my Asana boards as helpful as they could be for tracking things, I think has helped so much. There's a couple boards I have that I feel might be a little bit too systematized. And I'm like, this is more work to keep up this board than it is to do the work. So I'm modifying those a little bit. So I feel like I went from not using it at all to way over indexing. So I'm changing that a bit. But definitely creating Asana tasks from my inboxes has been life-changing. And then something else that we did in the business that I think really helped was we divided and conquered. So Molly and I clearly divided out work. We're in the middle of a couple product launches. We also have multiple different recruiting jobs we're working on. And instead of us both trying to work on and support all of the recruiting jobs that come in, we've decided that you're doing these jobs, I'm doing these jobs. If you need help finding more talent or doing certain things, let me know and I can devote some hours to finding more talent for you to reach out to. But if not, let's keep them divided up. And we found that has really helped decide, okay, this is what I'm responsible for. This is what she's responsible for. Not that we ever struggled with ownership, but I think there's this, okay, Molly's got that covered. I don't even have to worry about it because I know Molly's got it covered and vice versa for me. 
So that totally helped dividing and conquering and setting clear accountability for everything that's going on in the business and having it be in Asana so that when Molly does something, I get notified. When I do something in Market Off, she gets notified if she wants to know she can. Same with me. Most of the time, I don't really care that her tasks are getting done. But if there was ever a moment where I felt like I wanted to know the status of something, I could look it up in real time. Dividing and conquering was life-changing. And then I went to a workspace during all of my work hours. I very rarely worked from home. And I found an amazing co-working space where I could go for the five hours. And literally, when I was there, I just got work done. And that was it. That was huge. That was huge for me this year and something that I hadn't done prior years. And then I started using Opal, which is this app on my phone that I block all of my social media apps and my shopping apps during my work hours. And you guys, it was incredible. What it does is it blocks out the app and then you can take breaks if you want. Sometimes when I am working, some of my work block is social media where I have to go post or go do something, right? So I can log in, I can take a break for two minutes, I can do what I need to do. And then after two minutes, it locks me out again. And that keeps me from mindlessly scrolling or mindlessly shopping. So at first I was like, oh, I need to block my social media apps. And then I was like, I need to block my shopping apps because I'm a squirrel where I'm like, oh, you know, it would be nice right now. New blue light glasses, which I did this summer. I randomly went to Amazon and bought new blue light glasses in the middle of my work block because something happened and I was like, oh, I need these. So now I've blocked my shopping apps and my social media apps during my workday. And holy shit, it's crazy how much more effective I am. And then I would just say my mindset has shifted. I alluded to this at the beginning, but I do think my mindset shifted to where I don't feel like I have to be at my desk corporate business hours anymore. Time, I think, healed that one. And I'm really grateful for that. I'm really excited to say that we got just as much stuff done in the last 12 weeks where I was working 30 to 35 hours in my business as I got done when I was working more. And it feels great. So those are things that I did that helped me. I'm hoping it maybe it would help you. I'd love to hear if there's anything that I didn't put on this list that you feel has really helped you working less or become more productive. Show me a DM. I would love to know. You can find me at People Principles on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'm there too. I would love to know if there's any hacks that you have that I should know about to get even more effective because I would love to be down to four-day work weeks every single day. So Thanks for tuning in. Talk soon. If you're not driving, stop and take a moment to share this episode with someone who you thought about while listening. Share it with your team to show them you're committed to their growth. Share it with a fellow business owner in your network who you know will be moved by the message. Heck, share it with your mother, your brother, your sister, or your cousin. Your support in growing the show means the world to me. 